It's very easy for meditation to fall into being a, just a, a mental exercise or a concern for the, the mental world. Often the attention gets so wrapped up in the, in the thinking mind, emotions, memories, ideas, we forget the body is here at all until it starts to hurt. Then uh, the body is met with fear and aversion, fear of pain and negativity. But meditation is a very physical activity. It's as physical as much as it is mental. And just as there can be a uh, an establishing of skillful mental posture, right attitude, right view, a balanced, attuned view, then in exactly the same way there can be a, a balanced and attuned attitude, a, a posture of the, the body. At the beginning of any period of formal meditation, particularly the sittings, bring attention to the posture. Bring the, the feelings, the sensations, the perceptions of the body into full awareness. So rather than just immediately engaging the attention with the mental world, feel the presence of the body. How are we sitting? How is the body holding itself? Our meditation is established principally to develop two particular qualities. The qualities of alertness, or energy, brightness of mind, and peacefulness, ease, relaxation. And just as these have a mental side, brightness of mind, peacefulness of mind, they also are represented, manifested in the body. And to support the quality of energy and alertness, then we bring attention to the spine, inviting the body to sit in an upright, alert way, letting the spine grow and stretch to its full, comfortable, natural limit, so the body is not slumped over or listless. Not to be tense, rigid, tight, just inviting the spine to lengthen, to grow to its full, comfortable, natural limit. And as the body arranges itself in an upright way, notice how that also serves to help brighten the mind a little. 
brings energy into the system. And then around the central column of the spine, let the rest of the body relax and be fully at ease. Noticing whether there's any kind of tightness or tension in your face, around your mouth, your eyes, in your shoulders, your back, your chest, hip joints, wherever there's any tension in the body, notice that. Consciously invite the body to relax, let the muscles loosen and settle. Giving yourself permission to be fully at ease. To begin each period of sitting quite deliberately, systematically in this way, helps to establish that appreciation of both the physical and the mental. Physical posture as well as mental posture. And the balancing of these qualities of energy relaxation. This is also mirrored in the very quality of the breath itself. To fully establish, to, to be grounded in this, quality, this uh, blending of qualities, this integration of energy and relaxation. To manifest these qualities of our being, and it's most helpful to pay attention to the, the present moment. If the attention drifts off into the imagined past or the, the imagined future, drifts off into opinion and fantasy, or just falls asleep, then naturally things get out of balance. We lose our attunement. To fully appreciate life, we need to pay attention to this present reality. If the attention is absorbing into recreations of the past or imaginings of the future, it's not here. If we're lost in an opinion or a fantasy, the attention is not here. Just like if you're driving a car and you doze off at the wheel, what's going to happen? You drift off the road or swing into the, the next lane. It's dangerous, disastrous. Or if a conductor loses their place in a piece of music, what happens to the orchestra when the conductor gets out of tune, loses their spot? Everything becomes chaotic, confused, stressed. So paying attention to the present is like being awake behind the wheel, paying attention, being here for our own life. So to help establish that quality of attention here in the present, we can take a simple object. The natural rhythm of our own breathing is the easiest, most accessible reference point for most people. There's no need to change the breath or do anything with it. For many of us, this is a, 
very, very familiar practice. Maybe for some others this is something newer. Just bring attention to the breath, feeling that natural rhythm coming and going, changing. And for this period of time, just let that be the center of attention. Consciously allow everything else to be put aside. The sounds we hear, the plans we have, the fantasies that arise, the memories that we have. Consciously put everything else aside to let the breath be the very center of attention. Simply to be a marker for this present reality. So it's not because the breath is sacred or special in some unique way, but rather it's accessible, ever-present, not exciting on its own. So it takes effort to pay attention to it. It's non-personal, natural. We don't feel proud of our breath or embarrassed about our breath. It's just breathing. It's not emotionally loaded. The qualities of the breath also support this balance of energy and relaxation. The in-breath is literally the inspiration. Breathing in, energizing, bringing oxygen into the body, which keeps this very body alive. So the in-breath has a natural quality of energizing, brightening. The out-breath is a natural relaxation, releasing, letting go. That which brings calm and ease to the system. The sigh of relief. So right here in the very qualities of the breath, there are inbuilt tools to support this development of these qualities. These are attributes of the pure mind, the enlightened mind. The qualities that energize, virya, energy, dhamma-vijaya, investigation, rapture, piti, calmness, pasadi, tranquility, concentration, samadhi, upeka, equanimity. So the, the heart, the mind in its pure natural state possesses these qualities of energy and relaxation, peacefulness and brightness, balanced together, integrated together. By focusing on the breath, it helps to fully develop, to strengthen, to balance these qualities. When the mind gets caught up, gets distracted, we focus on the breath for a few seconds and then the attention is snagged, carried away by a sound that we hear, a bird or a machine or a, a fox barking. 
when you notice that drift, be aware of that. Be aware of that distracted quality. Feel it. Know it. And respond by letting go. Relaxing that grip on the thought, the sound, the feeling. Let the attention come back to the center, back to the breathing. Notice how that is in that moment of freedom from grasping. What's the quality of the heart, the mind, in that moment of non-grasping? How is it? Let that quality of simplicity, peacefulness, clarity be the baseline of experience. This is the nature of the heart free of grasping. Awake, peaceful, bright, no sense of self. As the sittings continue and the body starts to get aches and pains here and there, it's natural to feel aversion, negativity, fearing what the pain is going to turn into, aversion to the uncomfortable feelings. This is completely natural, ordinary, resenting, tensing up, so when you do feel pain in the body, if it's in your legs or your back or shoulders, wherever it might be, then rather than going along with those habitual reactions of fear and aversion, instead, bring an attitude of acceptance, a radical acceptance, a relaxation of attitude, a loving-kindness. So if you're tensing up against a pain in your leg, bring attention to that spot. Relax the muscles in that area. Seeing how the relaxation reduces the, the sources of the painful feeling. More tension creates more pain. Less tension reduces it. And relax the attitude towards that painful feeling also. Letting go of the habits of aversion, rejection, resentment. In this moment, it feels this way. Maybe we need to change the posture, but in this moment, it's bearable. It's just a feeling. Bringing the attitude of, of loving kindness, a radical acceptance to that uncomfortable feeling. This helps the heart to respond rather than react blindly. So when there's the, the understanding, the intuition that the body is really under some strain and it does need to change, then we can change the posture. But that changing of posture is based on kindness for the body rather than aversion to the pain. It's a response rather than a reaction. So. 
it leads to peacefulness rather than rather than more tension and aversion and more pain. This quality of loving kindness is also a gateway to to wisdom. That radical acceptance, that openness of heart to whatever is present, uncomfortable feeling in the body or a sound of a machine or whatever it might be. That radical acceptance is is a doorway, a gateway to wisdom being that awake, aware quality that knows this moment, that's not identified with it. That which knows the person isn't a person. That quality of awareness is not me or mine. It knows the personal arising and passing, these feelings, these thoughts, these sensations, these perceptions, It knows the personal, but it's not a person. The mind is Dhamma, not a person. A development of loving-kindness, attitude of radical acceptance, open-heartedness, supports the development of this quality of open awareness, that wisdom that receives all perceptions, knows them, lets them go, doesn't create identity around them. Being this awake, aware quality, being the unborn, being Dhamma, Recognizing that this has always been the way it has been. The mind, the heart, has never been anything other than Dhamma itself. It's never been anything but that. Because of the attachment to the personal, likes and dislikes, that hasn't been noticed. Developing the practice in this way, then, it's realized there's only ever been Nature, knowing nature. Dhamma, knowing the Dhamma. That's all. That's all there ever has been. Or we ever have been. 